0: Hey, 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 Travel Brats! Happy Travel Brat Tuesday! It's Soph! And Nat! Coming to
1: you from the studio, and today we are taking you back to
0: Belgium! We're going to Belgium again! Okay, okay! It's kind of like how Soph goes to all these places in Texas, and we keep taking you around Texas. I'm just gonna keep taking you around Belgium. We've got a few more cities that I have visited that I want to share with you. And both of them actually are in Flanders, which If you remember when we talked about Bruges, Mm -hmm. that it is the Dutch speaking, or I should say Flemish, um, which is, again, Flanders, Flemish, Dutch, Holland. If you ever have a question about the languages, just DM us because I understand it is kind of confusing. But again, just to refresh, Flemish is similar to Dutch. And the people that live in northern Belgium, in Flanders, speak Flemish. So, we are going to go to Antwerp. 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 Or, also said in Flemish, Antwerpen. 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 So, of course, in Belgium, you're going to get the, the French and the Dutch version uh, of both of these... What am I saying? That's cool. The names mm-hmm. of every city you'll see in in both, in both. Except for when you're actually in the city... When you're in Antwerp, you're not going to see anything that says Antwerp. You're going to see Antwerpen because that's the Flemish. But if you're in like Brussels and someone's talking about it or you see it on a sign, you're going to because literally everything in Brussels is in both French and and Flemish. Oh, yeah, that's cool. They also have a lot of signs have it'll start with French. Then it'll be Dutch slash Flemish and then English. So, yeah. I mean, because when I everybody talked about Brussels, English I know there. I told you how international it is, but pretty much everyone speaks English there, and most people speak that's French nice there. about
1: Europe. is it, Pretty much everybody yeah. speaks English. Yeah,
0: but I will call it Antwerp for the sake of this conversation, because that's, I think, how most people know it. Mm-hmm. But just know that the people that live in Antwerp Antwerpen. do not call it Antwerp. Antwerpen. Wow. that's really cool. So, yeah. Mm. So um, the reason that we actually went, so this trip was overlapping with my parents. So the first time that I went to Brussels was because my niece was born. Sophia! It's little Sophia! It yes. wasn't me, everyone. Don't get too excited, <laughs> but she's much cuter. She is very cute, and she's going to be two in a couple months, which is crazy. So I was there about two years ago. I was there right after she was born, and I was there for four weeks, and then my parents were there for, I think they went for three weeks, but they overlapped with me by one week. And so we tried to get all this stuff jam-packed into the one week that we were all together. Sounds like you. I know, right? (laughs) Let's doodle! Let's doodle! No! Um, So I have a great uncle that lives in that area so uh, a lot of my dad's family my my dad's parents my grandparents emigrated from holland so most of my uh like great aunts and uncles a lot of my extended family and cousins live in holland or in belgium or in in europe as as a whole Mm -hmm. Um, so this particular uncle he is the youngest sibling of the the 12 Siblings, yeah, my grandma was one of 12. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh huh. The Koyman clan, my grandma was right (sighs) smack dab in the middle, and her youngest brother. So, this is an interesting thing about the Dutch, and I think a lot of people in a lot of cultures name their kids after family members mm-hmm. but especially in Holland like the first son is usually named after I think the the father's father okay then the second son is named after the mother's father and then the first daughter is named after the mother's mother and the second daughter is named after the father's mother so, so, so it's kind of second
1: thirds oh yeah junior. it's like
0: how in my big fat Greek wedding how everyone's oh, named Nick you yes. know yes. it's I'm like Nick. I'm Nick in, in Holland it's Peter it's Peter and oh. and John Peter and Jan Jan. Uh and Oh I knew a Jan one.
1: from that area.
0: Oh I did. did you? I knew okay. a Jan
1: from Junior Tennis. Well yep. there you go.
0: He was, that yep. makes sense and I know in um, uh, in Ted Lasso the mm-hmm. Dutch guy is also named Jan. So, okay real quick pause. Yeah. Do you like Ted Lasso?
1: I do. Okay because I know I, I, we haven't started watching oh, you it. Haven't started Everybody watching it. is like I gotta Everyone's watch about Ted Lasso. Yeah well
0: but and they they not just spoil anything but they do go to Amsterdam in one of the recent episodes oh, in season fun. three. Is it a is comedy? So Oh yeah, it's very it's very heartwarming though too. Oh, so cool. just a side note, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, definitely check it out. Shout
1: out, out. okay, um, him.
0: So this particular uncle, um, the the thing is, it's like you you pass down to okay, now we've got the 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 sister of the mother and the brother of the father, and you start naming pe- the kids after your siblings. Right. Well, That's so funny. At the time that they got to this child, my uncle. It was one of the sisters' turns. Oh, so they named him Sissy. I'm just <laughs> But, I mean, this is what's so crazy is, instead of just being like, oh, well, he's a boy, so we're going to name him a boy name.
1: They named him the girl name. Li- they literally
0: named my uncle the girl name. Like, Because my aunt, apparently this great aunt, or, well, I guess she would have been my great-great aunt, my grandmother's aunt, um, she apparently would have been very upset and very offended if this child wasn't named after her. And her name was Anne. They named him Anne. And they literally named him Anne. Why didn't Anne. they just throw in
1: a green The boy gables. named Anne.
0: I know. But in, in Holland, it's pronounced Anna. It's even worse.
1: Just so his name uh, is literally Anna. Oh, uncle of Natalie, if you're listening to this, please forgive us. I know.
0: But in, in Holland, like similar to, I think, in maybe Germany. Uh, my name's Anne. It's, um, uncles are called Oms. O M. And ants are tantas. So tantas mm. and ohms. That sounds slightly similar to tatas. I don't know if you feel ta-ta, that. Ta-ta. Yeah, <laughs> This actually... is my tata. These are my tata. <laughs> These are my ta-tas. Aren't they there? No, no,
1: they're over there eating lunch over there <laughs> oh, on the table.
0: <laughs> okay, that was oh, But bit. yeah, Sorry. so he's, we call him ohm Anna. So there you go. ohm Om, okay. Om Omana. Just a fun little factoid Om. about my family. Now we will jump into Antwerp. So... Um, We started the day by taking the train from Brussels to Antwerp to meet my great uncle, and we met him at a cafe, this cute little cafe, for some delicious coffee and treats. You know, all Europeans love their coffee, but especially, I would say, like the Belgians and the French are really known for their little cafes Mm -hmm. and uh, just really good coffee. Now, I'm not a huge coffee drinker. I Mm -hmm. do love coffee. I just... Caffeine is, it affects me very oh, so you strongly. So, like, you actually like the taste of coffee? I do actually yeah. like the
1: taste. I'm not put, one of those I put people. put
0: coffee in my cream and sugar. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm a tea person, but I put coffee in my cream and
0: I'm sugar. I'm a tea and coffee <laughs> person, but the way that tea affects me is so different than the way coffee affects me. Yeah, you so... gotta pee all the time instead of poo. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, there we go. Well, guys, no, come just, on, It, it just conscience. makes me really like, you know? Yeah. So, I try <laughs> to be very careful about my coffee intake. Um, So, anyway, we met him for coffee. It was lovely. And one thing that's really fun about Antwerp is the station. The train station in Antwerp is actually one of the most unique and beautiful in the entire country. Like, it is known for it. And I will definitely be posting a picture of it. It's so ornate and so unique. Just, like... The design is is very intense, like but it's beautiful. Oh, I so love, so like, beautiful, old fashioned,
1: beautiful stone train station. Yeah, and, it's
0: oh. it's really really special. So I will post a picture Ooh. of that for sure. So we we spent some time when when we got there before we met him for the coffee. We just spent some time in the train station, walking just around water. and taking
1: photos. Do they have like it in. little shops and things, or is it just yeah. the yeah, no, okay.
0: yeah. So pretty much every station in. I mean, I don't want to just say in Europe, but most stations will have little like shopping areas so or different fine. kinds of things, some more than others, but usually they have, they're, they're kind of, they're a thing. Like yeah. the station is not just a place where you get on the train. It, mm-hmm. It's an experience, especially in Antwerp because it is so well known and so old and so well designed. Right. Um, so Antwerp is one of the oldest cities in Belgium and is known for its stunning architecture, its vibrant culture, and delicious cuisine, which I know in previous episodes I've talked about Ooh. Flemish food. So lots of different Flemish dishes to be had, including another one I've talked about, Flemish stew. Yum. So Flemish stew was amazing. And we ate lunch at a restaurant near the Cathedral of Our Lady, Ooh. which we spent a while touring. Was so the cathedral was built in 1352, which wow. actually is, I don't want to say young recent Just but i know for europe it's relatively young i would say the 1300s is probably somewhere in the middle um as far as having been built i mean it's funny it, to it's think all, about that isn't it it's so, so crazy like the united
1: states is so new so, compared so to new. Europe. yeah so
0: like all of our cathedrals that are built in the 17 1600s they they are so young compared to a yeah. 1352 cathedral and yet this 1352 cathedral is in itself quite young compared to some others in Belgium itself, but also all over Europe. Um, So my uncle really was excited about having us go into this cathedral. And so we got a tour guide and we toured around. We toured for a very long time. We were in this cathedral for like three hours. Oh, Anne likes Uh, the art. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does, which you know what? I have not ever, I don't think ever spent that much time digging in to a cathedral and really getting a tour. I mean I I've toured a lot of cathedrals in my time in Europe and you just walk in and walk out. And yeah, I and when I you're on your time. own, of course you're typically just walking in and walking in walking out and maybe spending about thirty minutes total. But we really we got the good out of this cathedral you know
1: it's funny you say that because i think this year like this past year was the first time that we did like a longer cathedral tour too when we went to see the national Mm -hmm. cathedral in washington dc because we'd seen it and then it had an organ demonstration and then they had the even song so we went to have lunch we went to the hotel change and came back it was like we spent the whole day at the cathedral, cathedral but they're so rich
0: those well, and it, you had different events that were happening yeah. too, which, which helps make the difference. But this, this was just a simple tour
1: and Every nook and cranny,
0: every nook and cranny. It was great. And All my right. sister at the time, actually, we were in the church for so long that she had to go to the little cafe, um, and ask them for a little private place to nurse Sophia because she thought. Like neither of us thought that we were gonna be, be there, for so, there long. for so long. Can um, I get a room, please? I know, exactly. <laughs> but it was it was cool. I mean, again, we were mostly there to visit my great uncle. Yeah. And to talk with him and That's just cool. whatever he wanted to show us, we were excited about that. Antwerp has a lot to offer, but it's it's like we stayed a little closer. We stayed in the cathedral, we stayed in the market area. Um so we did kind of tool around the market area, mm-hmm. which As I've said before, every European city has, you know, these beautiful market squares. Mm -hmm. So we walked around the market and they have interesting, like I said, the city is known for its architecture. So they have really interesting architectural design. They have really interesting sculptures that are a mix of old and new. And so, like I said, we stayed pretty much in the same area. But after the cathedral and after we ate lunch, which was delicious, Mm -hmm. we walked to the river so the weather was actually really cold that day so in the pictures you'll notice that we are bundled up i mean it's so cold and that's the thing about antwerp it is right on the water and Ooh, so these breeze. cities that are right on the water, yeah, they get really cold. And it was November, and I mean, it was like it's cold. it was so cold.
1: cold. Europe gets cold. People don't realize. I have a really good friend that lives in Budapest, right? Yeah, but to it, it gets and really her, cold. And I mean, their Christmas festivals—they look incredible, but it is like it's snow like, everywhere, yeah. and it look. I'm like, how cold is that? She's like, oh, usually it's like two degrees. I'm like, ah! oh my gosh, no no, 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 my ears, man, my ears get <laughs> really cold with wind. Ears and fingers, yes, exactly. So, so we bad. we
0: had our our hats on and our gloves on and everything, and so yeah, we didn't stay very long in this city, but it's such a historic city. And so the pieces we did get to explore were really cool and getting to meet my great uncle and spend time with him. And it was so cool. fun because he, I had never met him before. No way. No. Yeah. We oh. had never, my dad was the only one that had ever spent time with this particular uncle. Well, of that's his. really special. And so the rest of us were all meeting him for the first time. And it just like, my grandmother passed away in 2014 and so did my grandfather. But he reminded me so much of my grandma, like his accent Aww. and the way he was talking and his like isms, I'm like, sorry, it was I'm sorry, I'm not laughing because you are me because... of a female and his name
1: was Anne.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I hope he never listen to this. No, but truly like just, he he looked like, the Koyman genes are very strong. And he really just, I was like, oh my gosh, you look like all my family that I miss and love. And, you know, it was just so, so sweet. And of That's course really my dad special. had so much fun. Speaking in Dutch with him and, uh, you know, having that kind of bond. And they spoke English for most of the time. I mean, his English was impeccable, as most... Dutch people do have great English, but it was fun to just see my dad lean to him yeah, and bet. talk in Dutch. And oh, I bet. I bet knowledge. it was special
1: for your whole... I mean, even your dad to see him again. Oh, yeah. It was so and, special. And that's cool. Is like, you know how there's certain... There, there's certain ways to travel. And I know that, like, guys, travel brats, you know this, as our main kind of demographic is, is we love talking about girls' trips, friends' trips, kind of like romantic trips with your significant other, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. But, like, there's something really fun and special about family trips, especially if it's the case you're talking about. Oh, it was he's a local.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we were in this incredibly historic city in Belgium. I mean, I'm in Antwerp, the city that not only has so much history, like hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but also more recent history, with this great uncle who I've never met, the brother of my grandma, one of only, I think there are six out of the 12 that are still living and so yeah it was really really special to meet him and so just to end the episode i want to talk about a little bit of more recent history with antwerp and probably what you guys know it for um, is world war ii history so a little factoid about antwerp it played a huge and significant important part in world war ii so antwerp is a deep water inland port close to germany it's connected to the North Sea via the river Skelt. 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 I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Skelt. It's, you got to get the, a little bit of that. Not as much as German. It's a little... <laughs> was not as, as much as Sophia's doing. Oh, no, no, no. was like, hey. You were giving me the German vibes. But it's S-C-H-E-L-D-T. Skelt. So, anyway, that allows the passage of ocean-going ships. So, following the destruction of Rotterdam, which is a city Mm. in Holland, in 1940, which was just totally blitzed by the Germans, Antwerp, then, was the largest surviving port in Western Europe. That's cool. And the Germans, of course, wanted it, because if the Germans had access to it, I think, honestly, that would have completely changed. I mean, they're... As we know, there are probably about 10 different things that happened during World War II, if not 20, that can be perfect. one of those things where it's like, if the Germans had control of this, then if it the would have t- turned this, the times. If the, if the Germans they had this, lost the Germans... this war. Exactly. We lost this battle. Yeah. So the Germans war, not having access to Antwerp was massive. But it truly was, I think, one of the like final things that mm-hmm. really solidified mm-hmm. the fact that the Allied powers Could win the war so it was an obvious choice to support an invasion for germany um antwerp was an obvious choice is what i'm saying and so they really had to protect it so the allies protected it and it was yeah so just a cool cool thing to go back in time to like see look
1: at like the significance of the city at different periods oh yeah
0: like standing there on the river i'm thinking about medieval times Yep. But I'm also thinking about World War Two, Right. And you and walk into that like,
1: 1352 church and yes. you're like, wow. You yeah. know? And then you think about, yeah, you think about the river and the passage. and Like, it's fun to, like, vision, envision what would have been going on. What yeah. the people walking down the street would have looked like. What events happened there, you know? So that's cool. I think that's what I love. I mean, United States, you can do it too. But Europe just goes so far back. Yeah. You know, that you're like, you can fast forward all the way to World War Two, You can rewind oh, yeah. all the way to, you know, the early... Uh,
0: 11th, Hundreds, twelve, yeah. yeah, even even yeah, even than before, that. yeah. But
1: well, you know, I, I like to think about you know you had all these uh, castles in France, chateaus, and like you think about like the old church, you think about the old um, uh, monarchies. Yeah, and, yeah it's, it's oh really cool. yeah, and, oh my uh, gosh, Europe's just full of it. Yeah, I love like and it's easy to do because the United States, like we still have historic towns, but they've been so modernized. Europe, there've been a lot, of, a lot of them have been preserved. Yeah, still have a, a lot cobblestone of streets, and, and I'll all, say yeah.
0: especially in Belgium. Um, Part of the reason why is that Belgium was probably one of the least bombed countries Mm. in the war. I mean, London and so many parts of Germany, so many parts of of Holland as well and France. France. Oh my gosh, France just really experienced so much of that. And so to have cities in Belgium that like Bruges and Ghent and some of these really old cities, I mean, Antwerp of course has incredible, incredible history, less royal history, I would say, Mm -hmm, than some mm -hmm. of the other cities in Belgium, but it truly is so, so well preserved. That's really so. Yeah, so if you are interested, especially in World War II history, you know, a lot of people go to France and go to Normandy and do a lot of these uh, World War II historical tours, and I would say that if that intrigues you, Antwerp is definitely a city to visit. It's Mm -hmm. also just a really cool city. Um, Lots going on, and like I said, the architecture and the food Definitely known for that. So there's Antwerp. See you guys next time. Goodbye. Mwah. Hey there.
1: Are you looking to sell your home the for sale by owner way? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% that they would typically pay an agent and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you're a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on Listella, you'll get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL. That's capital T R A V E L. Check them out at listella.com or download the Listella app today.